to Hip Hop Caucus's Think 100%, the coolest show on climate change. Welcome, Regina, to Think 100%, the coolest show on climate change. It's extra cool right now that you're here. So I want to start by showing you this hat. It is a Think 100% hat. It's our logo. And the cool backstory is, is we made this hat during a project we were doing with the Solutions Project, which you are on the advisory board and you're a donor and um, New Era uh, this is a new era fitted cap, but for those of you who can't see us and you're only listening, it's the Think 100% hat that's on the website if you want to see it and I buy one. Hat. Yes, yes. New era is a part of our culture and it's so dope that they would support the movement mm-hmm. in this way. And it's also the kind of stuff that I know the Solutions Project is funding, mm-hmm. work that empowers people and the communities who have been traditionally kept on the sidelines of the process. So tell us what the Solutions Project is who is involved, and about the big shift the Solutions Project is making. Well, first of all, I love that hat. That's amazing. <laughs> and Anthony, I love you so much. I'm love happy to sit too. down with you. And um, I am involved with the Solutions Project, one, because I think they're such an amazing organization, and I am committed to climate change, and they are committed to climate mm-hmm. justice. And what I love is, you know, that includes gender justice, and it includes racial justice. One of the most amazing things I learned, you know, and that I love about this organization, and and let me just give you like kind of um, a backdrop, is Mm -hmm. that $60 billion a year goes towards kind of environmental organizations. Yes, you're right. Yes, I heard that. 95% of that $60 billion goes to white-led organizations, 95%, and 70 to 80% goes to organizations led by men. What I love about the solution project is they're trying to change that. They're trying to close that gap. They're trying to include, you know, people of color and mm-hmm. women. And, you know, we know that that is, you know, that is necessary is. for the type of change that we need and um, the effective change that we need and the timely change that we need. And I think that's what makes the Solutions Project so unique and um, so critical to, you know, the fight in climate change, yeah. you know, where that where those monies go and how they're dispersed and, you know, who gets to have a voice in saying how we mm-hmm. use those funds. And that's that's what's so beautiful about their work. Everyone has a different perspective that is unique and that is important. And I think it's kind of like we um, we limit ourselves if we aren't if we aren't making sure that those voices are heard Absolutely. and that we're not inclusive. And I think that's you know every organization has you know their strong points and you know that's one of the things that I feel like I love so much about Solutions Project and that makes me passionate about the work that they do. Mm. How did you get involved in climate change and environmental justice? You know, I have a really amazing friend. Uh, his name is Dr. Gregory Schwartz, and he's amazing and he kind of was the first one that really got me informed Mm. you know I always had heard the term I always kind of knew but he really informed me of its importance of how when we don't take care of the planet like we really kind of are ignoring ourselves you know what I mean that we really are connected to the planet like we survive with the food I mean everything so when we when we when our oceans are filled with trash, our, we're oh. eating that. You know, our bodies contain that kind of plastic. And yeah. then I uh, started working on Black Monday, and I met Don Cheadle, mm-hmm. who's involved with um, 
the Solutions Project, and he actually was the one who introduced me Aww. to Sarah. So it was it was kind of really organic and also really incredible because I think when you when you're working with an organization, you have to be passionate. You know, or else you're just kind of just doing it. And for me, it was so easy because really understanding what's going to happen if we don't make changes, um, the diseases that are going to occur, um, illnesses, you know, how it affects the air we breathe. You know what I mean? I don't think sometimes people can realize what it's going to be like. I mean, you know, we hear scientists talk about numbers, but it all seems so far away and re not really connected to our reality when mm -hmm. people are just trying to be like, I got to get to work, I got to mm -hmm. do that. But I think when we start seeing rates of cancer and disease skyrocketing, you know, that I don't I don't want to have that for, you know, people I love, for right. myself, for right. friends, um, for family, just even, you know, amazing people who I may not know. And right. I think like right now, if we all come together and take that time and invest our energy and our money into organizations that are really cultivating and committed to change, mm -hmm. then, you know, that I can't think of anything that I would want to invest my time and in, in, in money in more than that. Mm. You sound like me when I first got into the movement. Um, it was 2014. Mm -hmm. The Hip Hop Caucus was doing an album, which would have been the, at the time the first Wow. Climate change album yeah, called The yeah. Album Home, Heal Our Mother Earth. Yeah. And oh, I love that too. It's beautiful. Because um, that's what it is. I'm yeah, Mother Earth, it right? is. You ain't going to let your mama be sick. No. Right. Everybody love their mama. Yeah, everybody love their mama. So we have to think of it. Take as care Earth. of mama. Right. right. Yeah. And we should celebrate the Earth on Mother's Day too. We oh, should include that. That's good. I right? never thought of that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Let's let's do that. Yeah. Mother's Day. Mother Mother's Earth. Day. Yes. Yeah, I love that. So, like you said, it sounded like a faraway thing, climate change. It didn't feel relevant to my life. Right. I knew about the polar bears and ice <laughs> right. and that was about it. Right. And, you know, and then in order to be a part of the album, they wanted to make sure I understood what I was doing, you know, being a part of. of so they told me what was going on. And I just, like you said, I couldn't believe it. All of the, so you know, true. the cancer and the asthma and yes. the people who were dying and the people who were sick and the rich people who were making the money off of it and they're oh not paying goodness. their doctor bills and they really don't care. And no. So they sat me down and they told me all this and, you know, all these statistics and, and it all and it's was real. very clear. That's yeah, the thing, it's real. It's real. And I think once you it hit home, it, it hits home. Yeah. And then you start thinking... I could be committed to all these other causes, but if I'm not committed to the root that's causing Heck yeah. all of these problems, then what, you know where then where is the real solution? Uh -huh. If I keep letting Mother Earth, yeah, we'll call her that now, yeah. decline, yep. but then I want to you know donate money to cancer and I want to donate money to you know I'm over here with allergies now donate money to other things where people are fighting health risks but I'm not getting to the root, the core, the source, right? Yeah, the source. You know, yeah. If, then you know if mm -hmm. if, if, if I I'm like, I want to save a polar bear, but I don't want to save where a polar bear lives and this little Arctic shelf is falling off. Then they go yeah. hand in hand and it's kind of like, but I think a lot of people do not realize. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't either. And once I heard it, mm -hmm. and I I was like, I was, it's astounding. It is. And then the thought now that, that you know, the scientists are saying we have a little more than 11 years to where things will be so catastrophic. I always like to say, you know, we need to take care of Mother Earth, but Mother Earth will still be, it's just a very yeah, selfish absolutely. movement for me because absolutely. Mother Earth will keep spinning, yes. but we won't we be here. Will not, no. <laughs> no, we will not survive exactly. uh, the damage 
that we're doing to Mother Earth, but right. Mother Earth will survive yes. our nonsense. Yep. And it she will, will boot us right it, off it, this planet. It will planet. boot it out, and, mm-hmm. then, and then she will come back again, rise again, and be like, let's see who shows up next yeah. time. And, it, and it's kind of powerful to, to know, you know, I know for me, and I'm sure for you, mm-hmm. that we can be a part of that change. Yes. Yes. You know, that we yeah. can Gives sit. you purpose. Yeah. And I really want, you know, I think a lot of people know from a certain, you know, certain sections of society, but I, we all have to know. And, you know, it's kind of like, we're, you know, I want, I want companies that are these giant conglomerates to realize that they can, they can make a humongous yeah, difference. Yeah, like literally saving people's lives. They can lives. save like, their own. Uh, right. And their own <laughs> and lives. And their own lives. Point, and yep. their kids. You yep. know what I mean? That they can relate it. Because you know you can't you can't take it with you when right. you know right yeah. when you're sick. You I know, always say that all these yeah. billions that people are making off yeah, of no. causing this pollution. What's going to happen to the millions when nobody's on when earth? Nobody's on earth. And, then, <laughs> like, and also, what is life without your health? What is yeah. life without you know quality? Mm. You know, quality of life is a really big thing. It is. What does the climate movement have to do? to tap into the culture and the Mm -hmm. entertainment industry Mm -hmm. to make action on climate truly relevant in our culture. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, one of the great things about television and film is that we communicate Mm. so many things to an audience, you know, and they're able to say, oh, I get that. It's able to resonate with an audience in a way that when it's coming out of a, you know, scientist or, you know, a, a, a... a message that we don't really perceive, you know, right. in the same way. I think we have to start communicating how important it is. That's why I'm here. That's why I want us to be a part of the Solutions Project. That's why I'm talking to you. That's why you're talking to me. You know, that's why you're doing it through music. Right. People communicate through conversation and through music more than they do statistics. And so when people hear statistics from a, sci- a scientist, it's mm-hmm. kind of like me in math class. It doesn't, you know <laughs> what I mean? It doesn't really... It doesn't drop down, you know what I mean? You're just kind of like, oh, right. And then it goes right over your head. But, you know, when you hear it from a source that speaks to you, from right. a source that kind of resonates, you know, in the, in the, way, in the language that you speak, right. you know, then that's when people listen. And I think at this point we have to use, you know, whatever influence, mm. um, influencers, mm-hmm. you know, on mm-hmm. social media, whatever medium that we use that connects to an audience, we need to communicate Literally, you know, how important this issue is. And, you know, we need to use our voice and then collectively our audience's voice. And we need to demand change. We need to say, well, we need these companies to put their money where our our mouths are. Or either, you know, we can't support that companies. We want to support people who support the planet, who support, you know, Mama Earth. That's what it is. We want to be able to let people who are your fans and mm-hmm. my fans or anybody's fans, mm-hmm. you know, understand what's really going on yeah. so that they can have that kind of aha moment right. that you had right. and that I had, right. you know, that somebody was able to really explain to that us. That is so true. So you mentioned that Don Cheadle, your co-star mm-hmm. on Black Mondays, yeah. who got you into the movement. And y'all, if you have not seen Black Monday, it's on Showtime. It's brilliant. It's hilarious. And Regina oh, is amazing you. as she is in everything. But as you know, in, in, with all the humor and the antics, there is an underlying theme around the racial wealth divide in this mm-hmm. country. Regina, will you break down what the storyline in Black Monday is about and share your thinking about the opportunity around climate and clean energy and addressing the racial wealth divide? Yeah, so um, 
Black Monday, obviously Black Monday is the day that Wall Street crashed and it's kind of, you know, a very infamous day and it happened, uh, I think, October 19th, 1987. And so Black Monday took this idea that is a real thing, but we kind of created the events around it. And so the idea in Black Monday is that Mo, played by Don Cheadle, uh, he wants to get 51% of Georgina. Georgina Jeans is like this, you know, jean company that the land that they're on, it's like worth so much wealth. And the jeans that are made were really made by slaves, ironically. So mm. it's kind of like this, this billion dollar empire that was made by slaves. And then you have Mo and them trying to get control so they can kind of get almost like money. I mean, it's not reparations, even though they're black, but they are trying to get a lot of money from it. And then there's a lot of stuff that we talk about racially, the racial divide, the financial divide. There's blacks trying to make it in Wall Street, which is really has mm-hmm. been a really predominantly white male industry, you know, business. I mean, even today, there are not a lot of women of any color and there are mm-hmm. not a lot of, you know, just a lot of other ethnicities, period, still predominantly white male. So what's crazy about it, though, is in real life, you know, what slavery was, what, 150 plus years ago? Mm-hmm. And we still have the same kind of economic divide. You know, we still have companies kind of really doing the same thing. And, and, and that wealth does not trickle down. Right. And so when we see, like, disparities that we see today... Mm-hmm. Still, mm-hmm. and we still see giant companies making lots of money off fossil fuel. Um, when we really could take that, we could take these large chunks of investment that go into fossil fuel and we could turn it into green energy mm-hmm. and different solutions, hence Solutions Project, mm-hmm. um, that are environmentally sound and safe. Like, we kind of have, it kind of gives us an opportunity to kind of like, you know, It's not 40 acres and a mule per se, but it gives us that opportunity to kind of make that reparation that we didn't do. You know what I mean? Where you can literally say, well, you know what? I made an investment that is giving people who have systemically had less opportunity money just from just from inception for so many things, an opportunity to have clean water. Right. You know what I mean? An opportunity to have like to not breathe air that's filled with fossil fuels. Right. Where we can do like windmills. And it's it's not even and it's really just financial because we know now. Right. Like, that's the thing. We're armed with the information to know that that uh, green energy works and is more effective. Yeah, and we makes don't money. Need <laughs> and makes money. It's really just getting those people who have the money mm-hmm. and the power and the wealth. And also, it's not just about getting them to do it. It's about informing them. Right. Because, you know, I don't think it's obviously maliciously done. I really don't believe that. I just think it's what they know and what they're making money doing and what they're used to doing. But, you know, encouraging them to say, from a moral point of view, wow, you get to do this. Right. You get to reshape history. Right. So you can look back 150 years, not that any of us will be here, but you'll get to look down on your grandkids and you can say, I made a difference in human life. Mm-hmm. You know, 400 years ago, we made a different kind of difference, mm-hmm. you know, and we're here. But now we get to make another difference. Right. And, you know, you get to create an entirely different legacy that... It's like right for the taking. You get to be a pioneer and a leader of a different legacy that change, not just doesn't just save a race or a culture. It saves the human race, right? Mankind. It saves animals. It mm-hmm. saves plants. It humankind, saves yeah. humankind. Plants, it animals, saves the earth. Mama Earth. 
but back to Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, when you think about that and you kind of think about, you know, all those parallels, it's actually a wonderful opportunity. You know, it we is. can look at it as something good or something bad, but I look at it as like ground zero. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything's possible right now. And I just, you know, I, I hope that those people who are in those power positions, you know, feel excited about being able right. to make yeah, yeah, that kind of change. Yeah, that save the world. Di- Can you imagine if that was about in, saving the world? If that power was in your hands or yeah. my hands, and like in the history books, you can name like thirty people who they were like, "We're gonna take this sixty billion. We're about to do this, save like and change the whole like direction that the planet is going into." Yeah. Now, wouldn't wouldn't need a second thought about it. it. Would, yeah, so it's done. Just, let's yeah. do this. It is. <laughs> if it's I had that power, exactly. that money, yeah, let's it do would this. be done. And yeah. that's and. You're still going to make money. Right. right. It's not like you're going broke doing it. It's not like we're saying don't make money. (laughs) It's not like we're saying make less money. We're just saying do it here. Right. You know, instead of there. Do it here where it's not killing people. Right. Just do it here. Like Mm -hmm. make the change now that we have the information. Yep. Fast forward to now. You were at the top of Hollywood. And it's it's quite a journey, and it's a blessing to see and an inspiration for me. Um, and you got to see the world from different vantage points over time, from more humble beginnings to now in an elite position. And not many people are blessed with a 360-degree view of the world like that. So tell us what that means to you. What values do you carry from your beginnings to now? And how do you keep your values intact? You know, my parents were working class, and... Uh... That means you go to work and you got to, you know, take care of your kids and pay your bills. And and I loved my parents for that. You know, my father passed away. Mm. I still have my mommy and I have my nieces and my brothers. But I think um, you kind of have an idea of what um, it's going to be like when you like have money. And, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And you kind of think of what you're going to buy. Right. That's mm-hmm. the first thing you think of. When you're little. Like, <laughs> I'm going to buy this and I'm going to buy that. And I'm going to get my mommy. And, you know, I remember my friend and I were little. We're like, we're going to buy a glass house. And she was like, I want a stone house. And we talked about having a half glass, half stone house, which I don't know that that makes any sense. But, you know, <laughs> we were like 10. So it was fine. <laughs> but um, I think for me, like morally, where I can... And D.C.'s changed so much, you know what I mean? We've had really... D.C. had areas that were really difficult, but those things still exist. And and I think for me, morally, I would feel like I missed an opportunity if I did not put, like, the finances that I'm... I've been... The resources, not just money, resources in terms of people I know, my own finances. If I didn't put that towards something that meant a lot to me. Mm -hmm. And that's why, for me, it's climate change. Mm -hmm. That's why I feel like, you know, I have an opportunity to give. And it's like, a lot of people may not, you may not have come from that. You may not, you may have only been born into one station in life. And there's nothing wrong with that either. But, you know, I would love to be the voice that connects them to the other side to say, you know, you could give here. It would make a huge difference here. The people here who you may not know their names or voices, like they depend on you in a way that you may not be able to understand because they don't have the same power, the same influence, the same resources that you do to create the change. But the difference that you make in their life, like for me, I'll never forget that. You know, I feel like it's a part of who I am and I'm blessed and I feel like we're all blessed. There's not, you know, one station that is better but there are things that are required when you are, you know, in certain situations. And so for me, you know, I require that I give. And, you know, when I meet people who are in that same position and um, 
have that opportunity, you know, that's what I, you know, beg of them. And, you know, it's not just, it's not just giving money, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's where you give it, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. I can give it to anything, mm-hmm. you know, good or bad, but if I give it to something that makes a change, then I'm affecting the very people that maybe I may have affected negatively. Right. You know, it's kind of like um, righting a moral wrong that you hadn't even thought about, right? right? It's kind of like the first time I got a dog, it made me think of animals completely different. Mm. And then once I saw that animal, I saw every animal different. And I thought, I want to impact every single mm-hmm. animal. And I think coming from that station, I understand. Why do you feel women, and especially women of color, are particularly equipped to leading us to solving climate change? Well, you know, there were there was a time when we lived in a matriarchal society, and it was kind of dynamite. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this idea of women leading is not new. It may right. be new to this generation right. and this time, but it existed, and it was incredibly effective. Mm-hmm. I think women communicate. I think women have babies, so we're... Actually, this is an interesting fact. Women literally, you know how they say women live longer? It is because there is something in the female DNA that has, it is, it's, it's in nature that their need to survive to make sure that their offspring are okay. Mm. So when you think that we have that DNA component, like yeah, that is genetic. Right. And then you put us in a position where we can make change and fight for people, well, we're going to get it done. Right. I and mean, we're already outliving people just to get it done. Like, I need to make sure this is okay, that's okay, my kids right. okay, my grandkids are okay. I mean, we're living 100. And I don't know. I think women are thinkers. I think women are incredible. I think what we... The, the insight that we offer, the place mm-hmm. of compassion that mm-hmm. we come from. Mm-hmm. You know, it is, it's such an exciting time. I mean, Mother Earth, the giver and nurturer of all things, is called Mother Earth. Right. It's Not Father Time. Right. Not Father Time. <laughs> you know, Father Time comes and takes. It's, right. Like everybody's Nobody like, oh, really likes Father nobody Time. Nobody really loves Father Time. <laughs> like, you're looking at Father Time, like, oh. But, you know, you're looking at Mother Earth like life. And I yeah. think anything, you know, we are... It's true. Life-giving sources. And, you know, I mean that, like, literally, you know, and figuratively. And when we, and I think, like, having, I'm so excited. I was so excited about seeing. That's what was so exciting. Women saw the need for change, and Mm. they sprung up. Mm. Mm. I mean, in a big way. They sprung up. They were like, I will learn. And I think, you know, um, and that is not to bash men, because men have the opportunity to do incredible jobs. Mm-hmm. But we think differently. Right. And, and like having our voices absent, yeah. I think, has led us yeah. to a lot of the um, decline, you know, that's happened to our planet. You know what I mean? I think women, you know, when we're, we're going to think about, OK, my children have to eat this. My children are inheriting this. Like, how can we sit down and 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 come to a solution. Right. Hint Solutions Project, which right. is why I love the name so much, because that's what really everything is about, you know, solutions. And I think that's what women focus on. Like, yes. not the issue, not who's right, not who's wrong, but what can we do to solve the problem? That's right. And here's some fun. Let's have some fun. Climate change could be a little sad and dark and, you know, all that stuff. So let's, let's lighten it up. Some rapid questions. Don't be scared. As Rev would say, we solutionary. Solutionary. Hey. All right. Revolutionary <laughs> solutionary. Yes. I love it. Yes. It's just a bunch of questions really fast. So just okay. try to like give okay. me like the first I'm answer scared. that comes to your okay. brain. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Don't be scared. scared. Don't okay. be scared. Your favorite thing to do outdoors. Oh, hike. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. We have to hike then. Yeah. Your favorite animal. Orangutans. Oh. I just think they're oh, cute. Oh, yeah. You told me the story. Yeah. Donald. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Donald the orangutan. Mm-hmm. Beach or mountains? Mountains. Okay. 
Sleeping under the stars, yes or no? Yes. And when was the last time you slept under the stars? Ooh, outside? See? <laughs> See? Yeah, I don't know. I, was, I, I don't really sleep. I, I like to sleep under the stars with a window. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah, like that. But I love looking at the stars. <laughs> I feel you on that. Right. Health food you actually like? I love a lot of health foods. Honestly, I really like, I like avocados Ooh, I love too. yeah I love veggies okay yeah I like I like fruits that's good you know what I mean like okay. I like all kinds of like natural things that the little earth is trying to give us yes. you know what I mean that the was earth it always like that or did you grow into that from you know the, the stuff we have to do as actors to right. keep ourselves together I think when I was young I did my mom didn't really let me eat a lot of processed foods and then of course you know you go and you get older and you taste and then you kind of get addicted and then one day, you know, you're just like, it's just a plain banana. Mm, okay, Mom, Duke's had you on the right she track. Did. Okay. She, she tried. That's funny. What's your favorite place on this planet? My bed. Girl, I, I feel you on that. Yeah. Yes. No place like home. Yes, no place like home. And who are you fighting for in your activism? You know, I'm going to say I'm fighting for Mother Earth. Mm. You know what I mean? I want to, I'm going to fight for Mother Earth. That's good. That is so good. So my final question to you, my beautiful friend, Regina, mm-hmm. what makes you hopeful? Oh, I think, you know, the thing, the question you just asked me, all the women who are now in charge, all the female voices that we hear, the people I talk to at the Solutions Project, mm-hmm. the women in that, you, you know, the fact that the Hip Hop Caucus is involved. There are a lot of things that are hopeful. And I think even the people who don't know it, I think deep inside, we all really want the best. Mm. It's really just getting in touch with that and, and, and people hearing it. And right. so I think, you know, there are people out there fighting every day, you know, in, in so many different ways. And like, I'm excited to know that that's true. And that keeps me hopeful. Mm. All the vagina people keep me so hopeful. <laughs> Yes, the vagina people. Yes. We are we are the best. Mm-hmm. I uh, I concur. Thank you. Thank you so much. You are incredible, beautiful, talented, brilliant, and we are just so grateful that you are in this fight. I'm grateful to be in this fight with you. Oh. Thank you for coming and speaking to us here at Think 100%, the coolest show on climate yes. change. And I look forward to continuing Thank the fight you. with you. Thank, Thank you, you so for having much. me. Thank you for having a show like this. Oh, yeah. Like what you heard? Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and visit think100.info to learn more about the issues and donate to this project. Also, be sure to follow us at Think100Show and at Hip Hop Caucus on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Use hashtag Think100. Thanks again and all.